You're listening to Heatwave Radio, and this is Classic Movies Live. That's what it is. This is Classic Movies Live, a pre-recorded show where we talk about movies that just came out. And today, uh, we didn't see we didn't both see a movie this time, so we're going to talk about the Oscars, and we're going to talk about a lot of movies. We talk about Bohemian Rhapsody, that won a lot. We talk about First Man, that was nominated for a lot of things. We went on a lot of tangents in this one, so like, if you haven't seen Avengers Age of Ultron... I guess just keep listening to this podcast. Don't watch it, honestly. Uh, and then we talked about Wes Anderson a lot. This is a long episode. We go we go on a lot of tangents here. So uh, minor spoilers for, I guess, everything at the Oscars, but I don't think we really spoiled very much. Minor spoilers for Age of Ultron, I guess. It's kind of it. No trailer this time, so here's my beautiful voice coming up right now. All right, you are listening to Classic Movies Live, the pre-recorded show where we talk about movies that just came out. Uh, my name's Jeff, and this is my co-host, Pierre. Say hi, Pierre. Hey, guys. So uh, today is going to be different. We're not talking about just one movie. We're talking about lots of movies, and they're they're real classics this time. We're, we're going to talk about the Oscars that happened two weeks ago now, three weeks ago. It's been a while. It's like 10 days. 10 days? Last, last Sunday, yeah, yeah. I no longer perceive time like a normal person, so no. I'm pretty sure this was three years ago for me. Wow. But, uh... This is some Groundhog Day stuff going on. Here. Yeah. So, Oscars happened. Did you see them? Did I you see them? I saw most of it. I saw, like, the first hour and a half, I think two hours, and then I had to leave. Yeah. But, um, they are long. They are, yeah. I it was a lot... Okay, I'm not gonna lie, though. I, I really enjoyed the no-host thing. Yes. It helped the pacing so much. I've heard from a lot of people that they didn't like it and that this the show had less character. And, like, I don't disagree that it had less character, but I kind of always hate the character of the Oscars. So I really liked having no host. When people say character, it's just, like, the most vanilla thing they can find anyway. Generally. You know? I mean, probably the edgiest thing they've had in the last ten years is Seth MacFarlane. And, yeah. like... As far as edgy goes, Seth MacFarlane is still pretty mainstream. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's definitely not taking any risks. So, I don't yeah. see... It doesn't really add much flavor to it. Whichever the host they would probably pick. I mean, Kevin Hart might have done some. Might have. But also, Kevin Hart is... Kevin Hart also, like, really... Know, he's he's very good at playing to his audience. And when his yeah. audience is the Oscars audience, he could probably... He would he would be very good at doing a very vanilla show, too. Okay, true. So yeah, like, he can do that when he needs to. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying he would have, but, like, he totally could have. Yeah. Um, and, like, what I thought with having no host... Because they had, like... They had just a rotating cast of various celebrities. Mm -hmm. And most of them made really corny, bad jokes. But because there were so many of them, and they were so many different people, and it was so fast-paced... Mm -hmm. The, the bad jokes didn't stick, like in 2014 when Ellen ordered a pizza for 10 minutes. Yeah, that was really weird. Yeah. And took selfies and stuff. Yeah, too, it's like... With Samsung phones. Like, if Ellen's the only person there for three, for three hours, if Ellen makes a bad joke, you're going to remember the bad joke. You're not yeah. going to remember anything else. If it's like a million people and one of them makes a bad joke, I only just remembered, looking through my notes now, that there was, in fact, a really, really, really bad joke Let's in the Oscars. It. What was it? Well, I don't remember exactly what oh, it was, okay, okay. but someone was just was like... Was it Amy Poehler? Or like, I remember um, the first part was kind of cringy. I didn't, I didn't hate it, but also, like, it like was... It. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Awkward. There was someone... Um, oh, it was two people that weren't comedians, and they came out, and they did some weird bait-and-switch, like... I don't know, they, try, they started to announce something, or they... They, like, 
talked about a movie and it sounded like they were uh, talking about one movie and then it turned out they were talking about a different movie. And I'm like, wow, couldn't see that coming. I don't oh. remember exactly what it was. It wasn't good enough to remember. Oh, okay, okay. But like, it was just bad bait and switch. And I'm like, okay, well, that didn't land. On to the next one. And yeah. we could just do that because like, they're not the same hosts. Yeah. So I liked the no host thing a lot. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people didn't, but I mean, normally I don't watch the Oscars and I actually watched the entire thing this year, so. Yeah, I, I heard they, they cut a solid, like, 25 minutes off Easily. usual like, run time, and this, it's already, like, too long anyways. It's always so. over three hours, and they, yeah. I think this one was, like, three hours and ten minutes, which mm. is about as short as they can make it with everything they gotta put in. Yeah, they and, still fucking cut off people, though, I hated that. Like, I remember during the Spider-Man thing, you know... Did they cut him off? Yeah, they cut so many people off. Like, they wouldn't cut, like, the main actors, right? Yeah. But if it was, like... Like, like, for best animated movie, this guy was about to, like, talk, and then they, like, cut him off completely. It was just so awkward, man. They did that, like, I didn't notice it, like, three times, you know? Did Spider-Man just... win before or after Black Klansman? <clears throat> Let me check um, my notes here. I think it was before. Yeah, because I remember Spike Lee came up, and he, like, looked at the, he looked at the music guy, and he's like, don't you dare cut me off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I don't like how, like, I don't mind if, if they, like, play everyone off at the same time you know like they give everyone the same amount of time but if they giving i mean the actors already get so much screen time anyways right they get yeah attention so like why are you why do you have to give them even more time than the people than the people that never get to well like, yeah like on stage right? and a lot of people were first time winners like not just the ask uh not just the actors like um the people who the people who won spider-man they were all first time winners the people who yeah. won for best original song all first time winners mm-hmm. all the documentary people were first time winners mm-hmm. so like you know, it, don't don't cut them off, please. Yeah, it's rude. All right, it's just well, I mean, yeah. Uh, except like best, I just don't like how they're treating people differently. Yeah, and uh, best picture, they could have just cut that part entirely. Honestly, they didn't need to present best picture. <laughs> best picture because he knew who would win or what? No, I don't. I don't know that. I I don't think Green Book should have won. Yeah, I've heard very similar sentiments. I don't think it was a bad movie, yeah. but it also like it would have been my third or fourth pick out of out of the movies that were nominated. If your... that, I mean, my pick was. Is it First Man? No, First Man wasn't nominated. <laughs> oh, it wasn't? It wasn't, oh, no. Geez. First Man was only nominated in editing categories. Oh, okay. Which cool. is weird, because, like, I mean, we talked about this earlier. It's so perfect that really it should have been nominated in every category, but it wasn't. It was. It reminds me of Lincoln, except that Lincoln infuriated me when I watched it, and right. First Man was just kind of boring. I mean, Lincoln wasn't very exciting. Either. No, it wasn't exciting, but, like... I but, felt, okay, from Lincoln, it just felt like a solid movie. You know? So, yeah when, like, yeah, when I saw Lincoln... Lincoln was a solid movie. Everything about it was perfect, essentially. And the reason it infuriated me was just like, as I'm sitting there, I had mentally just a checklist of what you need to get to win Oscars. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, wow, it's a period piece about a controversial time, but but it's on the side that's currently considered the right side of history. And it features a major actor who's won many awards in every single role. Mm -hmm. And it just... Every single part of it is like, this is just how you, this is just someone, someone's going down a checklist to win awards. Steven Spielberg just wants to get awards for everybody who, for all his friends. And Lincoln won a bunch of awards. And like, it's not that it didn't deserve it, but I just, it infuriated me just how designed that movie was to win awards. Wasn't that a slow year? Like, was it 2012? That might have been 2012, yeah. Yeah, like, there weren't 
that many huge movies. I just was remember like Silver Linings yeah. Playbook was like another one. I liked that movie though. It was it was cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like. I mean, I also like romance movies. So. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm a sucker for those too. So. Yeah, my favorite movie of last year was Cold War, which was a very, very depressing romance movie. So mm-hmm. like, I mean, that was my pick for everything it was nominated in, which was two categories. Which ones? Director. Mm-hmm. And uh, foreign language film. Okay, cool. Which both went to Alfonso Cuaron, which, as much as I'm sad that uh, that Cold War didn't get either of them, I loved seeing Alfonso Cuaron go up to give speeches. Like, he's like, oh, won another award. Which speech is this one? It's this one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then he gave his speech for that award, and then he went back down to his, down to his chair, yeah, for waited four, for the right. next award, yeah. came back up. He knew. He, he knew. was ready to win five awards. Yeah. He's If anything, he's probably disappointed he only got to get up there and talk three times. Yeah, I, I, I feel like he... Wait, how was his... I didn't see his, like, best director speech. Was his, he, like... Did he leave some off because he thought he'd win best picture as well? Maybe. Like... Because he was, like, the front runner, honestly, so, from what I remember. Oh, definitely. I had him winning... I had him winning best picture. Or... And he didn't. I was surprised. Yeah. But, um, like, the first time he went up, he did, like, thank you, thank you to uh, everyone who helped me work on this movie. Mm. And then he went down. And then, like, he went back up again for uh, the next time. Oh, that was the first time he won with cinematography. The next time was foreign language film. He went up and he, like, thanked his family and he thanked all the people that were very close to him and he mm-hmm. thanked uh, someone else. And then he went back down. And then when he went up for Best Director, he went up and he thanked his actresses. He thanked everyone who'd worked on the movie. He, thanked, he, he gave a huge shout-out to indigenous women and to day laborers, which was very classy of him. And then he went back down. And, like, if he would have gone back up for Best Picture, he probably had another speech ready. Like, yeah. he, he had a lot of people to thank, and he was ready to thank all of them over the course of five speeches. Yeah. And he got three. So, like, every time, by the end, I was just like, you know, I don't even really, Alfonso Cuaron's not even my pick for this category, but can we please have him win and go back up yeah, again? Yeah, just, uh, just, just for the Just give me more Alfonso. Yeah. No, yeah, he's, he's, what, is that his third best director, Oscar? And I think, didn't he win for Gravity as well? Maybe. Or something? I don't think it's his third, but it's definitely at least his second. Yeah, well, he won three anyways yeah. that, that night. So yeah, yeah. That's something, too. So, uh, I can just imagine, like, like after the Super Bowl, I saw a picture of Tom Brady holding a Super Bowl trophy, looking sad, being like, this one means the least of all. <laughs> and I can just imagine, like, Alfonso holding three Oscars, yeah. being like, these ones mean the least of yeah. all. <laughs> Not as good as the first one, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Except that, like, this movie was, this movie, Roma was clearly a movie he's been wanting to make for years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. these probably actually mean the most of all, but still. Yeah. I don't think he's ever won Best Picture, though. Because mm. he won... I'm pretty sure you're right about Director for Gravity. But I don't think he... I honestly can't think of the other movies he's directed, No, he's... Other than, like, Harry I want to say he's done five. Yeah? Maybe. But I don't know what they are. Oh. And, like, three of them... Like, his earliest movies are all Spanish-language, like, indie movies. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, I, I honestly really hope he directs another Harry Potter movie because that franchise well if there ever is another Harry Potter movie yeah it looks pretty rocky right now and I don't really care about the movies which one did he direct did he direct Azkaban yeah yeah and that's I can't really remember them honestly but most people say that's the best one Azkaban was good um I personally think that when it comes to Harry Potter movies just to go on a tangent like if they ever reboot that series they need to sign on most of the production team for the entirety of the of all the movies 
What do you mean? Like, oh, like, like just the, to keep it consistent? Yeah. What? I mean, that's what they did for the latest ones, though. Well, that's what they did for the latest ones, but, like, the first two were directed by one person who didn't direct any more after. And, like, John Williams was only there for oh, the first two. Oh, you're talking about the original movies. Yeah, I'm talking about the oh, original. Oh, Fantastic Beasts. No, I don't care about Fantastic Beasts. Oh, okay, well, yeah, never mind. Fanta- I have an idea in my mind of yeah. what Fantastic Beasts should be, uh-huh. and that is not the movies we're getting. Yeah, so I agree with that. Um, but um, yeah, I, I guess well, they're never gonna reboot Harry Potter. Though. If they ever did, okay, okay, and like I think we, it'd have to be a TV show. There's no way they do movies. Yeah. A, a TV show would be a good would be a good way to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's the only like feasible way they could like add more to it. Yeah. Um, even though I think the movies kind of shat on the books a lot, I don't like them. I mean, the movies the movies did I think kind of the best they could with the format. Like the one I the movie I hate the most is Order of the Phoenix. Uh-huh. But realistically, like, how are you going to do a fa- uh, the Order of the Phoenix? Because it's basically just a thousand pages of world building and not very much happens. True. Like, the plot's important, but it's a really small part of, like, just building building a world, really, and mm-hmm. setting up for the next two books. So, like, the fact that the movie's not good isn't... I don't think it could have been good. It just... I don't know. They just play it so safe. You know? Yeah, I hate, I hate David true. Yates. I'm sorry. Oh, fair enough. He's not he, a good director. Is he the one that did the last? How many did he do? He did five. He did from. Uh, did he do Order five the all Phoenix the way through eight? To the latest, like fantastic. He's doing fantastic. Oh, as well. why? Yeah. Huh? Why? I don't know because well, he's, actually, he's a safe option. You know? Actually, he come listens. to think of it, like. Why is J.K. Rowling doing Fantastic Beasts? They need to kick her out. I mean, of the that, was, that sounded like a good idea when it started, and then yeah, but she doesn't. And then the movie came out, and you're like, oh, never mind. She doesn't know her own continuity. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of weird now. Anyways, sorry. Anyway, J.K. Rowling did not win for screenwriting. She did not because who, who won? The, it was adapted screenplay that was Black Klansman that won. So Spike Lee finally got his Oscar. Mm. Thank God. And original screenplay was Green Book. Um, Green Book, I'm not super mad about any of the things that Green Book won, but mm. like I'm a little I'm a little surprised at, at uh, supporting actor and original screenplay, and like I wouldn't say it was my first pick in anything. Yeah. Um, supporting actor is the one that surprises me the most because like Mahershala Ali is is a great actor and he was good in Green Book, but like he was up against, gosh, who was he up against? Of the people, um, I don't know. Of the people he was up against, he may have been the best. He was up against Sam Elliott, who was my per- personal pick. Who's been like, like he's been in movies for fifty years, and this is the first time he's ever been nominated for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sam Elliott was my personal pick, but like honestly, I don't think that. I think as far as supporting actors go, like the best performances of the year didn't even get nominated. Well, what would you say was the Topher best? Grace? Oh, Topher and Grace and Black, Black Klansman. Right? Like, I heard he was really, really good. Yeah, hands down, best perform, yeah. best supporting actor of the entire year. Like one of my favorite performances ever. Yeah, uh, and, I, I not this, ever. I read but. this thing where like to get into the role, he actually like after filming got like really, really depressed. Oh yeah, of, like, like he, that and what Topher Grace. The, the cool thing about Topher Grace is when he gets depressed, what he does to like take his mind off yeah, stuff is re-edit movies. Is that a, so that like a trailer edit for Star Wars. Um, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, okay. But, like, what he did after, um, what he did after filming Black Klansman is he went back to, he went back home and he got all the Hobbit movies together and Mm. then re-edited them into the Topher Grace edit. Yeah, yeah. Which is just one Hobbit movie that takes, like, two and a half hours, which is perfect, because that's how long it should take. Did you see it? Is it online? I haven't seen it yet. I don't know if he releases them. I, sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. I don't think 
he released that one. But I also, was, I was watching a Hobbit edit like earlier this year. I remember it was one movie it was like two and a half hours. I think there's a few Hobbit edits that exist. Okay, okay. I don't know if the Topher Grace one is online. This one was called like J. It was like J.R.R. Tolkien's The that Hobbit. One's a, that one's a controversial edit because is it? like yeah because like it's pretty good, but it cuts out some parts and like it keeps some stuff that a lot of people think it shouldn't, mm-hmm. and it cuts out parts that are actually important to various scenes in the movies, not necessarily in the books, but, like, that sort of parts of the movie don't make sense without them. Oh, I see. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Yet. Oh, okay, cool. I got it. Because I, I, I didn't get that. I got to, like, the part where they're in the forest, but honestly, like, I remember the book being pretty similar to the movie as far as that goes. Yeah, There's, I got I think they cut out the Goblin King stuff and everything. I need to, I need to reread the book because I really liked that book. Yeah. Um, and I remember, like, because I really liked the book, I really liked the very first Hobbit movie and none of the rest. Because the very first Hobbit movie wasn't wasn't really that similar, but mm-hmm. it got the parts of the book that I really liked, right? Mm-hmm. So, scene in the forest? Uh, that was the second one. No. Yeah, really? it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, then. Isn't it? I yeah, I know, was... because they get caught by the elves in the second one. That's when they meet... Uh... Oh, no, no, no. Um, I'm talking about there's a scene with spiders. Isn't that in the first That's one? That's in the second one. That's in the second one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I need to re-watch read the book again the and rewatch the movies. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to rewatch The third They're movie... They're not good. They're the so third bad. movie made me so sad. I almost cried coming out of it because I'm like, that was so bad. Yeah, that was probably one of the worst it movies was, I've ever seen. It is the most disappointing experience in a theater I've really? ever had, except maybe Left Behind. I've never heard of that. It's really Were you bad. you really hyped for it? Is that why? I was, re- was it well, just that bad? <laughs> I was really hyped for it. I was oh, going shit. through, like, the end of a relationship. It was in, yeah, like, yeah. It, that had been our movies. Like, we'd always go to the Hobbit movies in theaters, yeah. and, like, the relationship was ending, so I yeah. went to... So it was a big decision to go to the last Hobbit movie without, uh, with, without, without her, yeah. and then, like, I'm like, it just, it just has to be good. It just yeah. has to be good. And I got out, and I'm like, that was so bad. So bad. <laughs> Damn. It was, it was rough. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mine was Age of Ultron. That'll always hurt me. Too. Age of Ultron is the worst movie I've ever seen. So like. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. It's off the bat. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, I used to do a different podcast on Heatwave Radio a while ago, and I think I talked about Age of Ultron in every other episode. Like it's that bad. So Anytime you had a passion I passion for how bad it was. Oh man. I it's I don't want I don't want to re, I don't want to retread the same ground too right, much right. here but like y- yeah it's it's one of my least favorite movies I've ever seen hmm. I, I actually hated don't it mind so it much really yeah it kind of like it feels like an episode of a TV show almost because like when I yeah. saw it I was like I was supposed to, it was it felt like it was gonna be like an event movie you know like yeah shit's going down like. The Avengers are going to break up. Everything, like, terrible is going to happen. But then it was just, like... Instead, it was, like, they had a villain that was just more aliens, except he's robots this time. Yeah, yeah. And um, there was nothing interesting about him, except they set up some interesting stuff, and then they didn't deliver on any of it. And all of the characters suck, and none of the locations mean anything. Yeah. Me and and, uh, the old editor-in-chief of the Phoenix went and saw that movie Mm -hmm. together, and we went outside afterwards and talked about it about how disappointing it was for almost as long as the movie itself. Uh, and, <laughs> like... You must have loved the first Avengers. I, the, the first Avengers actually changed the game of movies. Like, I think really? I don't think people understand... I don't think people give it enough credit for how it changed the landscape of Hollywood. 
in like cinematic universe yes yeah first first off like we don't have cinematic universes without the avengers yeah and secondly like it was also a good movie like it's a great movie it wasn't perfect for sure i guess but like yeah but like it was really good Mm -hmm. and it just it was the culmination of four or five movies at that point Mm -hmm. perfectly put all of them together balanced out four characters that should not work together Mm -hmm. on paper and like that movie is as close to perfect as you can get in being a superhero movie without being like one of the objectively best superhero movies of of all time yeah logan but like I'm sorry. I actually really don't like. I like uh, Logan, but I also hate it so much. Fair enough. But, okay, it's like going. I don't know. I don't know if I don't think Logan would actually count as like my favorite movie that it, my favorite superhero movie. Yeah. But of movies that are superhero movies, it's easily my favorite. It just doesn't work very well as a superhero movie. It's sort of it's more a western than anything. Sure. Anyway, doesn't <laughs> matter. But like, Avengers one was game changing, yeah. and Avengers two was not. Not only was it not game changing, it was a huge step back from the movies that had come out before. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, because Winter Soldier is what really got me hyped. Winter Soldier, Marvel, right? Yeah, and uh, then Guardians, like back to back. Yeah, those are two of like my Winter Soldier movies. and Guardians of the Galaxy, and maybe and Iron Man three. Those three together are more of an they're they're more of an event in that phase mm-hmm. than Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah, and like. Honestly, I think I like Thor The Dark World better than Age of Ultron. Really? Yeah, and that movie's wow. not even good. You know what? I could I could see that feasibly. I guess I guess I kind of like Ultron now, or Age of Ultron now, because like in Infinity War, we don't really... The Avengers are like completely divided, right? Mm-hmm. And then the first one, they, see, they only assemble at the end, right? So it's like cool to have but like, a movie that they you just see them working as a team. You know? yeah. I'm not saying that makes it well, good. Joss it's just Whedon like, is really good nicely. at bringing those people together, which mm-hmm. is what he did in the first one, and that worked. Yeah. But, like, the second one didn't work. Mm-hmm. But Anthony and Joe mm-hmm. Russo are really, really good at, I guess, dividing people. Because, like, that's what happened in Winter Soldier. That's what happened in Civil War, which was basically Avengers 2. Mm-hmm. And then in Infinity War. And, like, those three movies pick up all the slack that Age of Ultron just sort of they threw, do a lot. Threw seriously. away, yeah. yeah. No, that's the thing. After yeah. I saw Civil War, I was like, hey, I actually don't mind Age of Ultron that much anymore. Yeah, like, when I when I saw Civil War, I'm like, I guess you have to see Age of Ultron it, yeah. to, to make this work, but it yeah. fix it. Yeah, like, it all was, it all Civil War does is fix Age of Ultron. Yeah. And it was honestly really impressive. So yeah. <laughs> like, how they did Civil that. War has probably my favorite, uh, personally, my favorite Marvel bad guy in it so far. Zemo? Yeah. Yeah, Zemo. So I'm so I'm so excited for him to come back. I hope he does. Is, I I think there's he's, no way he doesn't come back. I don't know. I don't know. Like prison and stuff. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I would feel about that. Like, if he does come back, sure, because he's a good villain. But also, like, he had a very complete story arc. He did. Yeah. Okay, that's a good point. And like him and Black Panther had a great arc in that. Yeah. Like that was a. I liked Black Panther a lot. Yeah. But also, I, I think. No, Black Panther can carry a movie easily. But like I don't think so. Can he not? No. You no. didn't like that the, movie that much, Russo's, eh? No, no, I love everyone else besides T'Challa oh. is like really, really cool. And okay, they kind fair. of murder his character. Because you know, in, in Civil War he was like such a badass. You know, yeah. I love he was like my favorite character in that movie. Okay, well then what I would say is so I am excited for Black Panther two because I think Black Panther one was a good movie. Mm-hmm. But um I 
think that we can probably both agree then that T'Challa himself is better as a side character than as an actual lead actor. Yeah, he, he can't lead. He's too vanilla. And speaking of Black Panther, yes, it won back. some Oscars, it eh? It did. I was so happy. It honestly... Okay, like, I, I understand, like, it was kind of like a meme, you know, like, Black Panther winning anything. But honestly, well, like, for what it won, I think it deserved I, I think it I think it deserved all the things it won. It like, did, it had yeah. a really good score, which is one of the things it won. I and I wasn't expecting it to get costumes, but, like... It, it deserved it. I, I think once I saw, like, the other nominees... I could maybe... What's the, the favorite? I think the favorite, the I favorite could, was good. I could maybe see that one having one, but it was... I don't know, like... That's a period, like... like they were creating something new with Black Yeah, Panther, with Black... You know? Like, as much as... I think my person... What did I say was my was my personal favorite? Oh, the favorite. So, yeah, like, yeah. my my personal favorite of those... Actually, I changed, I changed my personal favorite right at the end. I wanted the Ballad of Buster Scruggs to win, because, mm. like... It had some really interesting. It it had some fun cowboys, mm-hmm. but like, Black Panther just had the best costumes. Yeah. Like, all the period pieces all did well. The cowboys were cowboys, good well, cowboys, is, like, but it's cowboys. Been done before, you know. Yeah, Black but Panther Black was Panther was actually all new. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know. Of all of the ones that it won, I would say it deserved that one the most. Mm. I don't think it. I think it only won two, didn't it? Or did it win no, more? One. Wasn't a production design? Yes, or something? and that which was I also which also deserves. good because yeah. like again, like the favorite was good because yeah. that was also up. That was my personal pick again. Yeah, but also once again, the favorite is recreating 1700s England, and yeah. Black Panther is creating an entirely new country yeah. and did it pretty darn well. I feel like. So. Do you know how they shot? I feel like in the favorite, they just shot it in like a big mansion too, right? Maybe. You think um, that was a set? You saw I, I it, think right? I think it was a set. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but anyway, no, I thought black like, actually, I'm trying to think like the waterfall. Uh, yeah. The throne room. Those that was really cool. Mm-hmm. The casino was kind of a cool set. Yeah. Um, I'm just but, thinking like, what else has Marvel done that had production design anything like that? The closest no. I can think of is like, any is it's like Asgard and Thor, but that's not production design. That's CGI. Yeah, like a lot they, of it they, was, and honestly, I don't think it ever looked. And those, good. especially no. in Thor Ragnarok, they like shot on Asgard really hard. Yeah, that one. although um, in Thor Ragnarok, I could like, see Sakar winning it, like production design. Sakar. Well, Sakar is like the alien planet. Yes, design. yeah, that, that's the what design I was, was cool there. Yeah, yeah, but also like, it's not that impressive. No, no, it wasn't amazing. Right? No, it was, it was, you know, sci-fi stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, I'm not gonna. I thought Avengers was gonna win best effects. I was pretty pissed. I. When, uh, I have a friend who agrees with you, yeah. and as much as, like, Avengers was very, very impressive with mm-hmm. its visual effects, because, like, uh, every, all of the Oscars pre-show stuff was just on a loop. Thanos is a fully CGI character. Mm. Thanos is a fully CGI character. I'm like, yes, cool. Yeah. Thanos is a fully CGI character, eh? Yeah. Wow, cool. And, like, that is impressive, and Infinity War was very impressive visually. Yeah. First Man was kind of perfect. Oh, okay, okay. It, oh, yeah, like, to be fair, I haven't seen First Man. I was just really again, surprised. Again, First Man, this is weird to say, like, I wouldn't recommend it, mm-hmm. but also every aspect of it is so perfect. Like, yeah. honestly, Damien Chazelle, like, that's the guy who directed yeah. it. He did uh, La La Land and Whiplash before this. Mm-hmm. After First Man, he just needs to go and, like... He needs to go pull a velvet buzz buzzsaw and then like try and try oh, and recover. Please, please don't. <laughs> no more, no more velvet buzzsaw movies. Jeez, that would honestly, if I if he made something like that, I would just like, because I, I love Damien Chazelle. Yeah. But if he made something like that, I'd be like, I, okay, I would actually be, I, I'd be very upset. Actually, yeah. I'm actually kind of upset. Like that I never got 
to watching Chris Man because I remember like Whiplash was amazing. Whiplash was is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. So it's, was La La Land too. I, okay, La- I didn't like La La Land as much. La La Land is one of those movies that there's a, there's a few movies or there's actually a lot of movies that the more I think about them, the less I like them, mm-hmm. and then usually it plateaus at like me either really liking them but still liking them less than when I saw it, mm-hmm. or like me just not liking them. Yeah. And La La Land is one of the ones that like I like it a lot. But the more I think about it, the more I'm like, there's some missed opportunities there. Yeah. No, I, I feel that. I just, the ending gets me. I want to be mad at it. But then I also, I know I, it was like the right thing to do. I really like the it ending. it me off so much. Yeah. Um, and then I remember the middle, like the pacing in the middle really slacked. Mm-hmm. Um, but that might have been on purpose. I That's what I hate, like with these like, auteurs, auteur directors, you know, like if, if the pacing, because in the middle... The pacing's slow, but it's also like the relationship was slowed down. And yeah. Like life kind of slowed down for them. So that might have been on purpose. You're supposed to feel the lull. Yeah. Because then he also like took out songs, right, in the middle as well. Yeah. But, so. I mean, I get it, too. Like, if a movie loses my attention, it's not going to get it back, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So. so that kind of ruined it. But anyways. So, yeah, I was sad Avengers didn't win that. But, I mean, I could, I guess I could see why. Also, like, they had some really bad CGI there, too, at times. Yeah. Like, uh, Bruce Banner and the Hulkbuster was really, really noticeable. Honestly, First Man, First Man deserved it for all the space shots. Because, obviously, mm. they never went to space mm, to yeah. film it. But, like, the shots of the moon were so beautiful. Mm. It's It was, like... The entire movie had been leading up to them getting to the moon, and when they actually got to the moon, it was like, it, it felt like watching the last 20 minutes of Whiplash. I'm like, oh my god. Mm. I mean, not quite as good, but like, I saw it, and I'm like, this is, this makes the movie worth it. Yeah. yeah. So like, it was, it was really nice. Yeah. So, hmm. that was my pick, and as much as it would have been cool if Avengers won it, I was, I was not sad that it didn't. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I don't remember I what else. I watch First Man now, apparently. You, you should. Like, yeah. again, I don't personally really recommend it, but, like, it is good. Yeah. It is really good. <laughs> you look, like, so pained it's, to say It's that. so weird. I, it, if, I just... It's okay. Say it's, it's, it's good. It's weird. It is right. good. It's really good. There you go, buddy. Uh, Ryan Gosling <laughs> probably should have been nominated for lead actor, but, like, no one was as good an actor this year as Willem Dafoe. But, like, even Willem Dafoe, man, it was... For My, what? Uh, At Eternity's Gate. Oh. Which is weird. It's worth watching for Willem Dafoe alone, because mm-hmm. it's such a good performance. Mm-hmm. But the movie is, like, it's very, like... If you've ever heard the director talk, he's he's very much a modern artist first and a mm-hmm. director second. Yeah. So, like, it's it's very... It's kind of pretentious, but it is, it's worth it alone for, like, Willem Dafoe and Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. um, well, yeah. I love Oscar Isaac. Yeah, yeah there you go. Sorry. And Oscar Isaac plays like uh, he he plays the sassy artist to mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe's highly depressed guy, uh, highly depressed. What's his name? Vincent Van Gogh. Mm. Van Gogh, actually. Really? Yes, because I didn't he's because he's Dutch. So I don't know what the difference is. You you pronounce the G. Gogh. Technically, yeah. Like it's, that. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Um. But, uh, man, my favorite part of the Oscars was when they were about to announce Best Actor. And they, like, showed Willem Dafoe, they showed Willem Dafoe in, uh, in um, At Eternity's Gate. Mm-hmm. And then they turned to him in the crowd, and he just looks so defeated already. Like, he, <laughs> He's like, the, he knew Ram- Ramey yeah, would win. Like, the look on his face is just like, I'm not winning. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, come on, man. You can, you can do this. Chin yeah. up. And then Ramey won. Win, yeah, yeah. And, like, Ramey's a good actor. 
I loved him in Until Dawn. No one else will ever say that, but I loved him in Until Dawn. Mm. He was by far my least favorite of all of the people really? that were nominated. Jeez. Yeah. Like, the thing... So, Best Supporting Actor, I thought was a mostly okay, whatever category. Like, mm. there wasn't a lot nominated. My two favorite Best Supporting Actors, uh, Topher Grace and Christian Slater, they were nominated. weren't nominated. Yeah. So, like, I thought Best Supporting Actor was sort of a eh category. Mm. But Best Actor in a Leading Role had so many good candidates. And, like, none of the ones that I thought were good won. Mm. That sucks. Uh, I've heard... It's kind of a meme, I guess, at this point to say Bohemian Rap... To say that, like... It's, to shit talk Bohemian Rhapsody. But, like, Rami Malek... I, I heard someone say, like, Rami Malek has the most acting by a lead actor, but not the best. <laughs> Like, he definitely chewed the hell out of the scenery in that movie. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I don't know. He, was, he wasn't bad in his role. I don't think that, the, I don't think that like, the reason that he was my least favorite is, any, is his fault. I think it's just that I kind of hated the script for that movie so much. It's such a cliche-ridden, garbage script that, like, you put the best actor in the world, currently an honor held by Rami Malek, uh, into that role, and he's still going to give you a performance that's, like, not fantastic because it's just such a bad script. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, because I, I keep hearing you, like, carry the movie. Because everyone saw it for, like, Freddie Mercury, right? Yeah. And that performance. Yeah. Right? So I feel like because it was such, like, a character piece based on him, it was just, like, the perfect opportunity to win. Does I mean, that, make that makes sense. But <clears throat> if this is a character piece based on Freddie Mercury, it's the worst character piece you could ever make based yeah, on yeah. Freddie Mercury. But like, people still like that. People the still like it. Yeah. So like maybe he elevated it. To I guess. be able to get people to like it. At no, I would not say that Rami Malek was a bad part of that movie. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that he was a good part, but I don't think there were a lot of good parts of would that you movie. Say he was the best part of the movie. I mean, you're not allowed to say. Soundtracks. I've sorry. Can't say soundtrack. I, um, personally, I've always been a huge fan of John Deacon, mm. just like the person. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the person they picked for John Deacon was hilarious mm-hmm. and I loved him a lot. So I would personally say John Deacon, the like the person they picked for John Deacon was yeah. the best part of that movie. Oh, okay, cool. But he was such a side character that like, if I, probably Rami was the best part of that movie, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just partial to John Deacon. Mm, okay, okay. But like, yeah, one of my favorite parts is like, uh, Freddie Mercury's having a having a tantrum, and he's like, "Why don't you, Brian, just go back to being a successful PhD in physics?" And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> and you, Roger, go back to being a friggin' dentist. And you, John, I just, uh, I don't, I don't know what you do, John. Mm. I'm an electrical engineer. Go do that then. <laughs> Cause like, no one knows who John Deacon even is, barely. Anyway. Oh, animated feature. Um, animated feature. I was so happy. Finally. Holy shit. It's time that a Spider-Man movie finally win at the Oscars. And, and this was the one. Yeah, non-Disney. Yeah. That was nice. Because, like, I don't know if you knew this, but, like, I'm sure that it's not surprising that, like, the, the animated feature award is just called the Disney Award. Yeah, because they don't actually watch the movies. No, it just goes to Disney. Yeah. And, like, this one had some exciting nominees in it. It had two Disney movies. Which I believe, if I remember correctly, were bad. What were Wreck-It they again? Wreck-It Ralph and... Oh, yeah, Wreck-It Ralph was... I did not like. Wreck-It Ralph was terrible, this and one. Although, although, huh? Wreck-It Ralph had my personal pick for best original song. 
a place called Slaughter Race, I think was the oh, best yeah, song yeah, of the yeah. year. I remember you telling me about that. You like that one. Um, but like, What's and then Incredibles 2, which oh, was ah, good. I Incredibles 2. I, I thought they're it just, was... They were, okay, they're just both so mediocre. Yeah. You know, like, they do the job. Yeah. They're presentable. Well, that's the thing. Fun, I wouldn't... They're kind of heartfelt. I wouldn't go so far as to say that about Wreck-It Ralph 2. But really? I would agree with you if Incredibles 2. At least Wreck It. I, I thought Wreck It Ralph had like an interesting theme. I mean, Wreck- it's been done so many times before. Like the Wreck It Ralph theme. 2 made me sad because it was bad. <laughs> yeah, because I love the first one. Yeah, the, the first, first one. Amazing. The first one might be the best Disney, the best movie Disney's put out under their Disney animated. Yeah, not since. Pixar, right? but... Yeah, since at least The Princess and the Frog, maybe or maybe longer. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was also like their second one since Princess. Like wasn't it? Because I remember they came. Well, out I'm like, saying I'm saying like from now going all the way back to Princess and the Frog. Didn't that come out in like oh three or something like that? Princess and the Frog was 2010. I want to think. Oh, I want to well, say. Wreck It Ralph came out 2011. No, Wreck It Ralph was 2012. Because I saw it in theaters when I was on my gap year. Oh, well, so, it might have come in the winter though. Or did you see it like opening day? Yep. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. All right, cool. So Wreck It Ralph was. Uh, oh yeah, no, because. Sorry, 2011 didn't have Wreck-It Ralph on the Oh, wait, year. no. 20... Yeah, 2011 was Tangled. No. Yeah. No, no. I don't think so. It was. Because I remember I remember reading... Cause... No, 2010 was Tangled. Princess and the Frog was 2009. Tangled was 2010. Yeah. There might not have been anything in 2011. There wasn't. There wasn't. Because they didn't win an Oscar. That was the one year they didn't win an Oscar. Okay. And, um... then, 2000... and then 2012 was Wreck-It Ralph. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, I would say that since at least Princess, like, going from now all the way back to at least Princess and the Frog, Wreck-It Ralph is the best movie they've put out. I mean, even after, too, honestly. Okay. Well, that's what I'm I, saying. I really liked Frozen. I didn't like Big Hero 6. I didn't I, like Zootopia. Or Zootopia was all right. I liked, of, of the three you mentioned, Zootopia was definitely my favorite. Yeah? I, I, to be fair, I need to see it again. I liked Frozen, but I thought that Frozen... Um, wasn't very well written. I could see that. Like, it it was enjoyable to watch, but it didn't have actually a lot going for it the more you actually look at it. No, no, like, the script's pretty bare bones. Zootopia was a cool, like... Was it a murder mystery? No, but it was a cool It was a cool mystery. Yeah. Like, buddy cop movie. Yeah. Um, I really liked Tangled, even though I don't know that there was that much special about Tangled. It was just a really good, well-executed movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, Wreck-It Wreck Ralph was... Very brave is really good. I liked Brave. A lot of people didn't. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember why, and I haven't seen it for a while. But yeah. Brave is basically just a Scottish fairy tale, which is yeah. neat. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Incredibles two was passable. Uh, Wreck It Ralph two was bad. <laughs> uh, Mirai was really good, and I'm so glad that it got nominated. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. So it's it's by uh, you will have seen this obviously. It's by the same director as the girl who leapt through time. No. Okay, that's a really good movie that you should watch. There's my movie recommendation of the day. Uh, Girl Who Leapt Through Time. Watch it. Um, anime, right? Anime movie, yeah. yeah. And Mirai is about... Uh, it's about this four-year-old boy who gets a new sister. And then his his parents, like, start paying more attention to the sister. Uh, and so, since he's four, he's like, pay attention to me, mom and dad. And he gets really jealous. And he starts, like, acting out because he's four. And um, then... All of a sudden, he, like, starts getting visited by, like, time-traveling relatives of his. Like, yeah. his sister from the future, uh, his dog, but yeah. it's a human now. 
Yeah. Uh, his grandpa, his great grandpa from the past. Yeah. And like, he goes on all these adventures with different relatives of his that help him. Like they're all mu- adventures in very mundane things. Like his sister comes from the future to help him put away some dolls. Mm-hmm. And it's like this big character building moment that takes like 20 minutes. He goes back in time and like learns to ride a bike from his great, great grandpa. And th- they're like, they're mundane things, but they're all like really momentous. And, there's such good moments, and it's just a really, it's a, it's a really well done movie. Mm-hmm. He's uh, this director is really good at doing, re- at making really mundane things exciting. Like the girl who leapt through time is about a girl who can time travel, and I think she can only time travel so many times, but she doesn't figure that out until like she notices that the number on her wrist keeps going down or something. So she just like uses it to get through the day yeah. or to like do better on tests. Yeah, and then all of a sudden like. Because she doesn't know what else she's supposed to do. And then one of her friends just dies out of nowhere. And she's like, oh, well, I guess I got to save him now. How many times do I got left? Two. Dang it. <laughs> that sounds fun. It's it's yeah. really good. And creative. Yeah. Um, and that was interesting because that's the first Japanese movie to ever be nominated for an animated for an animated Oscar that is not by Studio Ghibli. Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Because yeah. Studio Ghibli won it once, and they've been nominated a few times. And they've been nominated for an animated movie at least once, even when there was no animated category. Because mm. uh, they like got an animated movie in foreign film. Oh, sick. Um, sick. I don't know if they won it, but they got nominated at least. Mm-hmm. And that's the first time it's ever been uh, an anime movie that like wasn't from Studio Ghibli, mm. which was neat. Yeah, that's and cool. honestly, I was surprised to see it there, honestly. Yeah, yeah and honestly, like, I'm glad that director is getting a shout-out because like he's probably... I mean, I don't know enough Japanese directors, but after after Hayao Miyazaki, he would be my favorite. Oh, nice. Um, uh, then what else was there? Isle of Dogs. I could have. I was. I was. I hated Isle of Dogs. You hated, I Isle, hated Isle of Dogs. It. Everyone loves Isle of Dogs. I thought it was so boring. I think it's just I. I hate Wes Anderson. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it. Like, it's if you don't like Wes Anderson, you won't like any no. Wes Anderson movie. No. Okay. I actually love Grand Budapest. Oh, really? Okay. I think Grand Budapest is really good. Um, I feel like there was oh I kind of like Fantastic Mr. Fox that's I another really movie. liked Fantastic Mr. Fox that's why I thought I'd like this because I feel like his style like definitely lent towards animation yeah yeah Um, but then I, I just I thought it was so boring and maybe maybe it was just too much Wes Anderson for me like he was getting on my nerves man. it was like, very Wes Anderson fucking prick like he's all over the screen you know like every I don't know. That movie, I, I, mean, I could rant on that, but just like every single frame, I can just see him like, Ugh, Oh, that movie loosed so Wes much. Anderson. Yeah, I know, and I hate that. I'm sorry. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, My sister's exactly the opposite. She loves Wes Anderson so much that that is like probably, probably within the next couple of years, that will be her favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, I like, I gave but it like, I gave it a shot because I loved Grand Budapest and I loved yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, what, other, what else did he come out with since... This was his first movie since Grand Budapest, right? It was, because this one took a while. Yeah. Uh, I remember. I saw Moonrise Kingdom. I hated that movie. Moonrise Kingdom, I liked, but, like, I find that um, Wes Anderson has to rein himself in to keep from being really pretentious. And, like... like every movie. Yeah. Least. That's the thing. I think Grand Budapest was actually, like, his least pretentious. Exactly. Because, like, Grand Budapest... Yeah, Grand Budapest is probably his most watchable because it is the least pretentious of his movies. Yeah. Like, the Darjeeling Limited is that. Yeah. Moonrise Kingdom might be his... Well, no. The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou is his most pretentious movie. I have seen that. Is so, that, like, his first one? No, that's, like, his second or third. Oh, and, like, okay. it's... It's... 
so pretentious critics yeah. didn't even like it. <laughs> it's got some really funny scenes in Wait, it, though. it was more pretentious than, like, all the other movies? I'm pretty like, sure. Holy shit. I need I, to it's, watch It's this. been a long time since I saw it, yeah. but, like, if if Moonrise Kingdom isn't his most pretentious movie, it's yeah. it's The Life Aquatic oh, with Steve Zissou. So, yeah, if I hated Moonrise Kingdom, I'm really gonna hate Oh, yeah. I think, okay, I think the best thing about Grand Budapest is, like, well, first of all, I love the dark humor. Yeah. And I feel like his other movies actually, I surprisingly stay away from that. I, I mean, like, Isle, there, of, Isle of Dogs of was pretty dark. It was dark at time, but it still felt like a kid's movie. Yeah, I think Grand Budapest felt, like, really, it felt ultra mature, but in, like, a cartoony way. Yeah, okay, you know, which I Which I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And I love the ensemble cast. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. I think that was a big part of it. Whereas, like, I guess Isle of Dogs had a grand, like, a really big cast, but a lot of them. You didn't, didn't notice really it necessarily because, like, I found I found with Fantastic Mr. Fox the ensemble cast stood out a little more mm-hmm. than with Isle of Dogs because, like, yeah. they definitely had an ensemble cast in Isle of Dogs, but I was and constantly trying to listen to like, which one of those is Jeff Goldblum? And I found yeah. out eventually, but like, See, I don't I, know. I completely forgot he was in the movie. Yeah, it's Jeff Goldblum. How do you forget he's in a movie? Yeah, exactly. But also Bill Murray was in that movie, right? And he was there as a main character. Yeah. You didn't even remember that. I barely remember. I remember like I like. I remember Brian Cranston specifically. Johansson. Yeah. I don't even know why they casted her. Honestly, I could have like her character was so like she like I mean as Scarlett Johansson like she wouldn't give out a bad performance. No, it was but, good. Like, her, but like her, her character, character was barely there. Yeah. And they cast like. I don't know. I, I just thought it was, like, really, really silly. Because she was just there as, like, what was it, like, the motivation? Yeah. The main character, you know? Yeah, it was a little bit of a, it, it was kind of a cliche yeah. role. Yeah, so I was just, like, Didn't do which much. is, like, Wes Anderson in a nutshell, too. So. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Throwing hard yeah, shade. Dude, I, okay, I'm not going to lie. I never think about Wes Anderson. And then now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I got, like, I got some untapped emotion here. I need to, like. I need to talk to, like, a therapist about this or something. So, uh, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be watching all of Wes Anderson's <laughs> filmography. And, uh, you know, Pierre's... I would love to talk about it. Holy that, shit. That would be, that would be a pretty fun, we, I mean, like, you... if we ever, if we ever have the opportunity to That's just like, do, like, like, five things in a row. We should row. do, like, like, a couple episodes where we just, like, watch an, a director's, like, entire filmography and then, like, talk about it. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe we can, maybe we can, like, do a Skype thing over the summer or something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. Um, but yeah, Sorry. Back to animated feature. <laughs> animated I'm really feature. happy Isle of Dogs didn't win. I think Spider-Man was just by Spider-Man by just far the actually best. was the best. Yeah. Like I, I think it should have been nominated for Best Picture too. I to be quite frank. I don't, but also like I, I don't know. Like more animated features should be nominated for Best Picture. I think yeah. there's been one Beauty since and the Beast. Well, no, I was gonna say one since animated feature has existed as a oh. category. Which one? Toy Story Three. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, oh, yeah, I could, that deserves it. Too. Yeah. Um, I think we're almost out of time. Do we still have any we want to talk about here? Um, let me see. Director support. Yeah, I don't really... I remember hearing, like, people really happy Rachel Weisz won. Did she win? Win? win. Oh, no, she No, didn't. she lost. Oh, never mind. No, Olivia Coleman won for leading actress. Oh. Which, I mean, people thought that was a surprise. She was in The Favorite. And, like, um, yeah. I guess I didn't hear... I honestly had not heard of that movie until, like, um, I saw it on the Oscars. It's, so. it's really good. You should... Yeah. Like, it's a period piece, and yeah. I actually, like, didn't fall asleep. Like, I don't nice. like period pieces, usually. Yeah. Um, but that one was really good. Like, I didn't even realize it was real until halfway through. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. This is something that really happened. This is actually England. Yeah. I'm also dumb, yeah. but, like, that's... 
But like, I didn't even realize, like, if a period piece can seem like not a period piece, yeah. that's a huge plus in my book. Yeah. I just remember, and I talked to my dad about this when he was here. I remember going when I was like 12 to Master and Commander, which is a movie about a, it's a, it's a, it's a movie about a boat. Yeah. I remember they go, that. They, go they make the, like five of those, don't they? Hmm? Don't they make a lot of those? No, they only made one. They wanted to make a bunch, but the one, the first one kind of flopped. Uh, was there a TV show or something then? They might have. I swear to God, not, I've heard of like a lot of these. There, there's, another, there's another pirate TV show. Oh. But like, Black Sails, right? Yeah. yeah. But, like, it's about people that go to the Galapagos Islands, I think. Mm. And, like, it's just, it's, I, yeah. it was good. It was so boring. Mm. And then, like, at the very end, I'm sitting there. I'm 12. I'm sitting there like this, just bored out of my mind. It's been three hours. Yeah. And at the very end, Paul Bettany gets up on the ship, starts playing the violin, and they just pan out. I'm it's like, like the most boring way to end the movie. I'm like, oh, my yeah. God, this is the worst. They couldn't yeah. even save it at the end. Yeah. And, like, my dad really likes that movie, and he should. It is very good. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah, and, yeah. like, I'm not opposed to giving it another chance, yeah. but I am never going to go out of my way to watch oh, that movie yo, again. That's the, you, have you seen The Revenant? I have. That's that movie for me. I wanted to like The Revenant a lot more than I did. Same. And I did like The Revenant. It but was like, good. Yeah. It was just so boring. It know? was very slow. Like, I could... actually... So, this is... I've never told anyone this... I fell asleep during The Revenant. (laughs) I fell asleep. I don't blame you. Not for very long, but it happened. Yeah. And, like, ooh. I mean, like, okay, like, when that movie was good, it was amazing. Oh, yeah. To be fair. But it was slow. It was so slow. And there was, it definitely felt like, what was it, Emmanuel Lubezki, a cinematographer? Maybe. I think. I I remember, I I remember thinking, like, this movie was, like, made for him to win Best Cinematographer. Oh, yeah. Because there was just so many shots of, like, the mountains and shit. Oh yeah, like, it was just like they, they were beautiful. And Alejandro, actually, and Alejandro won for director. Yeah, yeah. And, and Leo, Leo won. won for finally, finally for actor, which was like honestly like he I was did like, not he should not have won for that role. There's so many better roles. Well, that. the thing is, there's so many better roles he's been nominated for, but he yeah. did do really good in that. He movie. did really good, but it just felt more like he should have hey, won for the Wolf of Wall Street. Let's see how much shit we can throw at Leo before he like and. Watch him barely survive, and that's like the whole movie. Okay, he should have won for Wolf of Wall Street. Should have won for Wolf. He because... should have won for Django Unchained. Too, yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> Miraculously, I made it home. I made it home with both me and the car in one piece. <laughs> yeah, I love that scene. <laughs> that's still one of my favorite scenes ever. Um, the Departed. He should have won for The Departed. Yeah, too, I think he's All been amazing in. Movies. Have you noticed that since he won an Oscar, he hasn't been in very many movies anymore? Yeah, isn't he in the new Tarantino movie though? Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah he's playing uh, him and Brad Pitt, which is. I don't that know. Sounds amazing. I don't know why they haven't been in more movies. Together, I know. I was honestly. just gonna say that sounds like an amazing. Duo. And they're pl- and one of them is playing the other's like stunt double. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, they're both. Hey. They're, oh, they're yeah. both. Yeah. Because they're aren't they playing like? Because they're playing an actors. One yeah. of them, I think, Brad Pitt is playing the actor, and Leo is playing the stunt double. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I'm really, really excited for that movie. That's is it this year? Is That's this year. Oh. Yeah, that's gonna be best picture this year. I think so. It's definitely gonna be a contender. I don't know if it's gonna be the winner. Is Tarantino but it's... ever won best picture? I I don't think he's ever won an Oscar. Honestly, I don't know. I feel like I think he... didn't he win screenplay for Hateful Eight? Maybe he's I been. Could... It was a really good. Screenplay, he's been nominated so... a lot. Yeah, definitely. He's I don't know if he's won for best director. It's yeah. kind of the same thing with Nolan. Nolan should have won by now. But... Yeah, has he not? No, no. How did Nolan not win for The Prestige? That's one of the finest movies was ever it even made. Nominated? I don't know. It was definitely like probably one like the best movie I've ever seen. I, I'm it's, willing to say. Yeah, that. 
I, I haven't seen it since, though, because I'm, like, scared to watch it again. It's so good. It's one of those movies that, like, like, there's certain movies that, like, there's just such an experience to watch that I'm, like, like I if I watch it again, I'm worried it won't, like, affect me the same way, you know? Right. Speaking of that, actually, this is the opposite of that. This is a movie you have to watch multiple times, otherwise it just doesn't work. Annihilation. Mm. That movie got snubbed for everything this year, and it shouldn't have. It yeah. should have gotten, it should have at least been nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Leading Actress, Best Supporting Actress, maybe Cinematography too. Like, such a good movie. Yeah. And it just got absolutely shafted. Yeah, that's just another symptom of, like, just Oscar stuff. Like, it's not yeah. an Oscar movie. Well, like, you know? when, I, when I did my mini-review for the Phoenix of it, I said, like, it's not a surprise that it got snubbed, because this is, it's, it's a real thinker, and, like, if you, if you watch it once, which I would imagine a lot of the people at the Oscars don't watch their movie, don't watch the movies more than, either watch the movies, like, only once, yeah. don't watch the movies at all, or watch, like, one movie a million times. Yeah. So, like, I'm not surprised that Annihilation wasn't like everyone's favorite because well, it's it's just also not an Oscar movie. Honestly. No, and it's well the thing is it's super weird. Like if you watch it once and don't love it, mm-hmm. you do need to watch it again because there's so much going on that you really need to just like let it sink in. Yeah, but like you're also not gonna watch it again because the the first time it's just so weird and so it's it's. It, it feels like an indie movie, and it's marketed like not an indie movie. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's strange. Yeah. But, like... But, like, has, an, has a horror movie ever been nominated for, like, Best Picture or Best Director? Other than, like, Get, Get Out. Out. <laughs> that doesn't really count, though. Oh, yeah, because, the like, Oscars hates horror movies unless they're Get Out. Yeah, well, I mean, because it's, you know, it's about racial issues. Right, right. right. That was a big reason why I was nominated. I mean, I, I think... It was I, also super good. No, it was amazing. Yeah. But, like, again, like... The Oscars don't usually touch on those types yeah, of Yeah, that's true. Hereditary was another big snub. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it should have won everything, mm-hmm. but it could have been nominated in a lot of different categories. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Oscars just don't like yeah. slash horrors. It's um, too scary. Green Book wasn't scary. No, I just heard it was very vanilla. It was... So what, what I say about Green Book is it was very good, but it felt immediately dated. Like, mm-hmm. when I watched it, I'm like, that was a great movie for 1996. Yeah, wait, isn't it, is it a period piece, or is it a it modern is, It is a period piece, actually. Oh, okay. It's cool. about uh, the 50s? It's about oh, racism in the 50s and yeah. how it was super bad in the South, but not anymore. It's yeah. all good. Oh, yeah, that's so like... That's, that's, <laughs> that's, been done that's probably not fair of me to say, but that was my thoughts about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I've heard similar things. I just heard, like, it doesn't really add anything new. No, it's it's a movie that's been done before. Like, it drew a lot of comparisons to the movie Driving Miss Daisy, yeah. which I haven't <laughs> seen, but, like, I get it. It's like, wasn't it, like, Driving Miss Daisy for white people or something? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spike Lee almost walked out of the Oscars when he found out Green Book won. Was he pissed? He was oh, really geez. pissed. Because his very first movie came out the same year as Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah. Oh, his, and he got snubbed for that, He too, got right? snubbed, yeah, yeah. and Driving Miss Daisy won. Yeah. And all of a sudden, here he is, actually up for Best Picture with yeah. a hard-hitting movie about racism. Driving Miss Daisy too. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh man, I actually really okay. I'm gonna watch Black Klansman tonight. I've been I it's wanted so to watch good. it in theaters like when it came out, and I never got the chance. I so. so my most controversial opinion about the Oscars is that I think the entire Academy are cowards for not nominating Topher Grace for playing mm. the Grand Wizard of the KKK. Mm. 
Like, I get it. It looks really weird to nominate someone who's playing the Grand Wizard of the KKK. It's acting, though. But, like, I also think that they're... I I think that the bravest thing they did was nominate Detainment for live-action short feature. Mm, Yeah. And, like, you know, they got a lot of flack for that. Yeah. But, like, also, I don't know, controversy shouldn't keep you away from nominating something, I think. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, but it, again, it's the Oscars. Try to stay away from. Especially this year, like they were, they were definitely trying to put out a lot of fires. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's fair. It's yeah. an awards. Like you know, watch. I honestly don't watch award shows to like expect. I, like I kind of know what to expect. At this honestly, point. I don't watch award shows generally. Like, generally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, I do like the Oscars though. Yeah. Because I love movies. Either even if I don't like. I like it's just I, fun. Yeah, I always like to see their decisions, and then I like to like watch highlights, and I watched the whole thing this year. I honestly <laughs> wouldn't say there were very many highlights. No. Like, a couple of speeches were good. Alfonso is always fun. Alfonso was fun. I, I'm Francis happy, McDormand. Um, the the best score, Lud- Ludwig Goransson for yeah. Black Panther. because he he's like yeah. he he works with like he worked on Community, which is like my favorite TV. Oh, show. really? Cool. And he works with Donald, like, he works with Donald Glover oh, on, sick. like, his albums and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I was really happy. I, I was yeah. happy to, like, find, because he doesn't have any interviews, right? So it's yeah. cool to see him say something. Um, and, yeah, I guess, wait, Spike Jones did he? Spike heard, Lee. Yeah, or Spike Lee, fuck. Um, he won something, too. He so. won uh, He won Best Screenplay, which is his first, Yeah. Uh, that's his first Academy Award, which yeah. is Awesome. Long due. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, oh, he needed one of those. Also, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller yes. for winning. I was surprised they actually went up because I don't... I guess they produced it, but I didn't know how much direct involvement they I had. I think Chris I wanted... Miller might have been the director. No, he wasn't. Was he not? There was three directors. They're not really known for much, though. Wasn't one of them either Lord or Miller? Lord wrote the screenplay. Miller was a producer only. But okay. I feel like they must have both had a lot of input. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because... Because, like, they, they both... This movie took as long, like, Into the Spider-Verse took as long to create as it did because they spent, like, two years working out the specific visual style of it. And that was mostly Lord and Miller that were doing that. Yeah, so I can totally see why, like, because like, they gave a speech first too, right? So yeah. that must mean something. And also, like, because they got fired from Solo, it was, like, cool to see them, like... I've, I've said this before, they should be writing probably every movie, honestly. Yeah, they're really, They're really so nice. good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's... Yeah. That's the Oscars. I think we're over time. Like yeah, this is a long, really long, long episode. There's so many tangents. Oh um, man! But uh, this was this was fun. I like this. Yeah, yeah. This this is this is good. We'll do we'll do some of these every now and then. I had nothing to. We we're, were going to talk about the other movies. I had nothing to say about How to Train Your Dragon. Honestly, it was just really boring. Uh, so no recommendation for that. Real that real sense? quick, I was going to say something about Fighting with My Family. Mm-hmm. It was very good. Um, it did feel like a really long advertisement for the WWE. Mm-hmm. So like. It did feel kind of, it, it felt sort of disingenuous that way, yeah. but it had some really good acting performances. Like, it's nice to see Vince Vaughn giving the performance of a lifetime again. He was in that movie? He was in that. He was the best part of that movie. Oh, I, I keep forgetting he's still out. I know, right? So, well, he's yeah. he's one of those actors who just like, he's, he's a working actor. Like, he's not in a lot of stuff, but he gets work. Yeah. Um, but in this movie, he was like, the he was the star of the show, yeah. honestly. Yeah. And uh, it was directed by Stephen Merchant, who did a hell of a I job. I love Stephen Merchant. Yeah, so like, good. this movie had no right being as good as it was. Mm. And, like, in my review, I gave it a 6 out of 10, I think. Mm. Like, it's still not per. It's still not even... I wouldn't even call it, like, that fantastic a movie. But it had great, great act and acting. Mm. And, like, 
Stephen Merchant blew it out of the water with the directing. Like, he's directing an ad and actually made me feel things. So, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. All right, cool. So there you go. Uh, sea fighting with my family. Don't see uh, How to Train Your Dragon. No, eh? No. Unless you're a really big fan of the series. I guess. If you've seen I'm the not, first two, so. then you should see the third one probably, I, I guess, guess, by default. Yeah. Um, that's why I watched it. Oh. Uh, I, I remember, like, people love that movie a lot. I, a lot of people I know, at least, love those movies. I never really got into them as much. Mm. I don't know why. But the third one, definitely, I could tell it just was there's nothing going on there. Have you seen the interviews they always give, like the Jay Baruchel gives before uh, movies in Cineplex? I saw in Cineplex? him there. Like every time, every time he gives an interview, he's like, yeah, I really like this character. I thought it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun on these movies, but I think it's time to hang up the skates. Yeah, yeah. And me and my dad saw that and we just both burst yeah, out yeah. laughing. We're the like, skates. wow, what a glowing endorsement. Yeah, yeah. Good job. <laughs> You really like this character, eh? I mean, he just seems bored with acting in general. Honestly. Yeah, which like, I don't know why well, I think didn't he? I think he directed um, Goon Two or something, and like he was, I don't know how it was, yeah. but like he was very passionate in the interviews he was given about directing that. Oh, cool. So like, yeah. I think he might just want to be a director. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it was a voice role too for How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah. So I don't, like, he's probably only in the studio for like five days or something like that. Yeah. So, like, not much investment. It's in uh, time to hang up the skates. <laughs> yeah. And hang up the skates on this podcast. Yes. Not po- this is not a podcast. It kind of is. Okay, I mean, sure. they, this is, it's pre-recorded, so, close like, enough. close enough, yeah. yeah. Ooh, what do I have here? Numbers. Constance Wu, Chadwick Boseman. Anyway, you don't have to talk about those. Yeah. So, next time we got Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. like, we'll definitely at least talk about it. Depending on if there, if anything else came out before the next episode we record, we might talk about something else at length. We just talk but about like, Marvel in probably we're just we, gonna we had a... let's yeah let's just talk about Captain Marvel and like and Infinity Marvel. War two. Yeah yeah yeah. It, we, won't, we won't have seen it, but we can but, talk like, theories. We can talk what happened before. I'm excited. Yeah yeah. I mean, I could easily feel like honestly like five hours on that shit. So. All right, so next episode is probably the Avengers episode. Yeah yeah, sounds good. And uh, yeah, so. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, go watch the Oscars again, or don't. Like, you probably already saw them or weren't interested. So, you know. Just fair. Yeah. Um, there you go. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Peace out.